I don't know where I'm going with this exactly, but one thing I do know is the title of this is going to be I-D-G-A-F-I-S-H. I don't give a fuckish. And that's a mood. That's a vibe. I think it's legitimate. Well, so what am I going to talk about besides big fucking feelings? Big fucking feelings, okay? I guess I'll just start somewhere and (laughs) maybe it'll circle back to a point and maybe it won't. I feel like at this point, if you're actually listening to this completely random ass podcast of me rambling to myself out into the internet, then you've accepted that, hmm, maybe this bitch doesn't always make a point. And great. You know, I'm not always inspirational or motivational or wise. Okay. I'm going to pause so I can sip my smoothie. Okay, I'm back. I I know you missed me. All right. So I'm going to start off with this. I was, I don't know where I was consuming content to come across this because genuinely at this point, I consume barely any content. I like on the internet and I've mentioned this before, but I don't read a lot of channeled content. I've only read a few Dolores Cannon books and they're more of the um, ones that don't have to do with ETs. I love the work of Daryl Anka Bashar, but like I don't dive into it because it affects my own or it has the potential to affect my own perception of channeling and energy messages. So whatever. Anyway, I'm scrolling you're scrolling or listening YouTube or like maybe I was like listening to something on YouTube and it like automatically played. I actually think that's what happened. Excuse me. If I were professional, I'd edit that out, but I'm not professional. So nothing's being edited out and that's for better or for worse. Okay. So anyway, I was like listening and this guy comes on. He's like, I don't know, whatever. I'm not going to like, I'm going to try not to be a total effing biatch, but he was basically selling a program, right? His signature special method of how he integrated all of the shadow of his bottom three chakras. And now he's living in the fourth density chakra, the heart, which, little side note, if you're in the starseed sanctuary, you know I go all into the correlation between the chakra system and the densities. But regardless, he said he's now living in the fourth density completely because he just like (laughs) totally ascended. And he is living his optimal timeline the highest frequency timeline he's in his fourth density like he feels high all the time and like he's gonna teach you how to fucking do it and i'm like bro shut the fuck up 
and I know that's like intense and I understand that like if you're not into the intensity right now maybe it's time to press pause but like this is where I'm at right now this is where I'm at right now and I'm not gonna go super into detail to like actually untangle and break down how everything he said was wrong I'm actually I just recorded a private podcast episode for the Starseed Sanctuary home slices that go into this because it's actually is kind of in alignment with the current you know, energy update from the Palladian. So that's stuff we go into in the Starseed Sanctuary. Um, I guess I'm just going to plug myself right here right now. If you want to absolutely dive into this stuff, understand how it's applicable to your life and actually integrating your experiences through quantum inner child, through learning the true energetics of manifestation, ascension, your chakras, kundalini yoga, mantra, blah, 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 and access to the private sanctuary podcast where I update monthly and then pop up live Q&A calls. Basically, all of my courses and continued like live classes and workshops are in one place. It sounds like a membership, but it's even better because it's not because you pay once for it and you're in forever. So go look at that. I'm going to link it in the show notes. If you're not in there, I want to say you're missing out a little bit, but like, you know, I'm not going to play that dumbass marketing game, you know, no pressure. I'm here for you, whatever. Moving on. So basically he's talking from a space of thinking that he's an individual, (laughs) that all of this ascension shit is personal. It's not. As a collective, as a collective, we have a collective chakra system. As individuals, yes, indeed, we do have an individual chakra system. But you are not ascending through, like, you're not ascending through your chakras alone. You're not ascended. I'm sorry. We're all in this together. And it just irritates me when people use this language to like sell something that's not true and not sustainable. Like, yes, different practices can help you regulate your nervous system, feel better, process trauma, and absolutely move energy from the lower triangle of chakras through the higher. But to claim that you are fully embodying from the heart center upward, where like what the rest of the collective is just like scrambling around, like it's not accurate. And through my studies of Kundalini yoga and the esoteric and the occult, there's so much overlap. We're all talking about the same thing. Like through the chakra system in the Kundalini practice and I'm sure most Eastern philosophy which I'm humbly unfamiliar with I am by no means an expert but anyway they talk about how the energy transfer from the solar plexus so Muldars, Fadasani, Manipura the third one up to the heart is the most difficult energy transfer because if you look at the bottom three as a upright pyramid and then the top three is an upside down pyramid it's like the smallest channel right the two tips of the pyramid and so that's in the individual chakra system 
But then also, we're also talking about the Earth herself, right? Moving from third dimension, solar plexus, to fourth dimension, the heart. So, and this is how, like, once in a meditation, I was shown the universe. So I was first shown my own chakra system. And then it zoomed out and I saw, okay, the collect human collective, all sentient beings actually make up also a chakra system plus earth and then zoom out and the planet is in a specific chakra of the chakra system of our section of, well, not our section of our universe. So like the timeline that Earth is on, whatever density it is, it's because she's chilling in a chakra energy center of the universe and the crown chakra of the universe is the Godhead source. Um, The prism of Lyra where we all began and then fragmented. Again, this is something I go much more into in depth in like my sanctuary content but yeah i don't know i guess it's just like hard i don't know why it triggers me though like who cares but this is why i don't scroll really because i get like mad and make it about me somehow because don't we all and obviously this is my own reflection process but i think using these buzz words to sell things to people in like a neat little package that promises, oh, you're gonna like, I don't know. I just don't think it's honest. And I think honesty is important. And now I'm gonna pivot. I'm gonna pivot. I like really, have a problem with someone I'm not over it I'm not okay I've processed so much and I've done a really good job at processing it I'm really proud of myself but like I was reflecting this morning in like a rage of feeling like I am so sick of like the spiritual community being such a fucking closed-minded bitch ass about feelings and like expressing intense feelings and just being like this like expressive person and it's like where 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 are we trading be real for be here now and is it benefiting us not that I've ever, I mean, I've gone through a period where I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I just need to like chill out more and be here now more. And I'm all about being in the present moment. Like if you are aware of any of my content, this isn't me saying, this isn't me shitting on the power of the now in the quantum field. Like I get it. If I claim to be an expert in anything, I feel like it's like emotional energetics 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I studied it in college. Just kidding, obviously. Um, because I was like feeling like rageful this morning, and then I was just like, if I went to like a Ram Das esque yoga class right now, I don't know, some like chilled out instructor would be like bitch like just be here now and I would want to be like bitch get over the be here now and be real how about that and when I like get into that kind of imaginary conversation in my head it's because I'm like channeling this rage that I have around a specific person in my life and someday I'm going to make an episode just dedicated to it. But I want to get past the point of where I'm trying to, like, I don't know. Because I'm so aware of, like, embodying the victim-oppressor archetype. And that, like, that's not the goal, you know. And so often even forgiveness is polarized by, like, okay, I forgive my oppressor. Like, there's something beyond that where it's, like, I've had these moments where I'm, like, oh, my God, I love her so much because she gifted me with so much learning. Like, I see how she's God. I see how, like, the God in me is the God in her, and we just, like, love each other so much, so we decided to hate each other now. Like, I, I, I felt that in my body before, not just, like you know, with my brain, but like in my body, I felt that reality. So I know it exists, but I'm also not going to force myself there. And I think that's a huge part of this whole, like, you know, jumping through the chakras. You can't force your fucking heart to be open. You can't force yourself into fourth density. You can't force yourself to be here now. Who are you like, who are you kidding? You're just abandoning aspects of yourself in the name of ascension, and it's not going to work. Duh. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, yeah, and, like, the Palladians, like, they're big on this. That's why I really, I like them a lot. They're one of my first, like, trans-channeling group of ETs, but they're the ones who said, I don't know, a couple of years ago, they said that phrase. They said, do not abandon your shadow aspects in the name of ascension. That was kind of like the warning to humanity. Not warning, but you know. So, like, because it's gonna, like, come out in really intense ways, and we all have our own lessons, and, like, yes, I understand that. But at the same time, like, this podcast is me to, like, I'm just, like, processing as a human with you, and I encourage you to process as a human as well. We have to process as humans first before we ascend into this godlike be here now nature i believe that maybe it's not that for everyone but i think for some of us of high sensitivity and hyper aware of our emotional body we're laying the groundwork for emotional processing so whatever anyway this person i just need to give her a name but I don't want to make it obvious, obviously. I don't think anyone listening to this is like, knows her. No, that's not true. 
but like you know like hangs like honestly like people around town who I used to be friends with they don't listen to my podcast they don't even follow me on Instagram I also wouldn't give a fuck because this person's anyway so this person is like everything that you would think of as the stereotype of like a Ram Dass wannabe okay where it's like I haven't embodied anything but I want to be this so I'm gonna pretend to be this and see what happens well I'll tell you what happens I'll tell you what fucking happens you don't process your shit you're not honest with yourself You fall into these manipulative, narcissistic tendencies because you haven't dealt with your trauma or vulnerability. You use people uh, to support your image as opposed to people who, like, actually want to support your heart for who you are. And it goes well for a little bit. And I feel like when I came in contact with this person... A, like, the reason that I'm so hurt and upset by it is because I fucking love this person. I mean, at the end of the day, um, anger is love. It's just deeply disappointed. So I had all these expectations for our friendship, and I, like, saw so much beauty in it, and I loved this person so much. And I'm just going to toot my own motherfucking horn right now, but if I am your friend, I am your friend. I will, like fight to the death for you I am so loyal I am such a good friend but I'm also extremely like closed off for a long time with people until we like get to that vulnerability but like one of some of my best friends that I have we have been friends for 10 years or more or something like that and it's like I'm the type of friend that I desire like if you if we don't talk for a year, but I get a phone call from you at like at 9 a.m. on a Tuesday, I know something's wrong. I'm going to answer it and I will drop everything to be there for you, period. And like, I will never shame you for your emotions. And like, when I fuck up, I, I can admit it, but I don't talk shit about my friends. Like, whatever. Okay, blah, blah, blah. I'm so special. I'm so amazing. Everyone else sucks. Yeah, yeah. Again, I'm kidding. If you don't get my humor, then that's on you. Right? Because I everyone else has the problem, not me. I'm perfect. Oh, anyway. What was I? What was I even saying? Oh, okay. So this person, the beginning of our friendship, I was just like in La La Love land. Like, oh my God, this is what my life fell apart for so I could have this amazing soulmate friend that I've always wanted because this is coming off of like the tragic loss of a friend um through passing away the end of an eight-year abusive relationship my dog dying and losing my jobs and losing an entire friend group that I grew up with (laughs) like within the span of a few months so I was very vulnerable and like this person was also in a vulnerable place we met through mutual like friendships of the person the beloved who passed away so it was like a beautiful time and it was the beautiful dawn of potential it's how it really felt for me um and I 
instantly felt the type of vulnerability and closeness that it takes me some time to open up to. And I was just like ready for that. I was like, life is too short. Like I'm, I love you. And like, when I tell you she love bombed me, right. And I don't love bomb because it's genuine. I think love bomb is when it's like not genuine. It's going to be taken away anyway. So it was like this in love stage for like three or four months and then the craziest thing happened and I I gosh I wasn't gonna get into it whatever I'm just gonna no nah, do I really want to no I'm gonna save it anyway shit went down and when I tell you I did absolutely nothing wrong that I was accused of like nothing Basically, the general accusation was that I was, like, competing with her and, like, trying to, like, steal her meditation, I don't know, her, like, meditation teaching spot at a space, which, like, I would never do. Ask any of my friends. I am the last friend who's going to compete with you. I literally want you to, like, be, like, be, I think you're amazing. Like, I don't care if we do the same thing. Do you have any yoga teacher friends I have? Do you have any meditation teacher friends I have? Do you know how many psychic friends I have? And I've been teaching in this area for 15 years now, and I do not have one enemy. I've taught at so many studios. I've taught alongside so many teachers, and I have no problems with any of it. I've never looked at teaching meditation or yoga or crystal bowls or like whatever the hell it is as something to be competitive with ever I've never felt like I needed to like I don't know I've also never like walked into a studio and be like I want a teacher can I get a spot it's always just been like fallen into place and I just I've never I maybe it's like an over-identification whatever I'm not gonna get into like her issues like whatever but regardless she accused me of trying to like weasel behind her back and get this meditation spot from her from this like new age shop and like that's not what happens at all and she lost her shit on me via text so we're talking like a 14 year old's behavior you know calling me names accusing me of all this stuff saying like really bizarre things that you just don't say to people um and that was like the first red flag and it took a lot for me to even like move through that and after that she like never like she she wouldn't talk about it she wanted to talk about it because she was just like I'm she kept saying like I'm over it I'm I'm like I'm not mad at you anymore and I'm like well that's not like the point like what do you mean you're not mad at me like I didn't do anything do you want to talk about that like do you want to talk about how your inner child was triggered I can do that do you want to talk about like the issues maybe you've had in the past with other women like do you want to talk about how there maybe there was miscommunication like do you want to talk about like the depth of this and process it and like come out on the other end no not able to And so I was like, okay, well, I still really love you so much. I'm like, you're my best friend. And so I tried to go back to things that, like, as normal, and it turned into a situation where she was talking about me, spreading rumors about me, 
um, turning people against me, just doing like really manipulative, shitty shit. And that went on for a year. I let shit, I let this go on for like a year. And then finally I was just like, and like so many different things happen where I'd be like, am I going crazy? Like, am I actually insane or is this person gaslighting me and manipulating me and talking mad shit? I wasn't insane. It was happening. Again, I went into more details than I even wanted to. But regardless, this bitch is be here now, bitch. Okay. And you know what happens when you're be here now, bitch, and not a be real, at least some of the time, bitch? You lose friends. Because in the past few years, after our falling out, I've heard rumors. You lose friends. You kind of get caught in your lies. People distance themselves from you. And then you start doing weird shit around town. Like, I don't know, cheating on your partner and with someone that you're pretending to be friends with, with her boyfriend. Like, it's crazy. And again, this is me being a total little drama but I'm just kind of in that mood I'm just processing it it's just interesting how like if something random can like ignite anger in your fields unresolved emotional tangles you know come up so essentially all of this is a gift for me to create more space for love but in the you know before I'm before I accept more space for love, you bet I'm going to accept all of these emotions, all of the anger and the processing and like acknowledging, yeah, I'm falling into the victim mode, like whatever it happens, be aware of it. That's all you can really ask of yourself. Just be aware of it. Observe it. Give it space. Don't push it down. Um, so yeah oh I gotta find my boyfriend this morning but that's like a whole other thing I mean full transparency like I consider myself to have one of the like healthiest relationships I mean what am I comparing myself like whatever that's such a like stupid ass statement oh my god it's like the healthiest relationship whatever I have like a healthy relationship okay we do really well together. Um, we're both emotionally mature, mature enough. I love how like I'm saying I'm emotionally mature, but I'm actually just like psychotic on my on my Instagram and on this podcast. But whatever. Here's your permission slip to be psychotic. Um. Anyway, I guess it's just like a full transparency thing of like I can have a healthy relationship. And be spiritual. And fight with my fucking boyfriend. And still be mad at an ex-best friend from two years ago. And I can have a shitty day. And I can cry in the morning. And I can eat ten cookies. And there's nothing wrong with me. (laughs) There's still nothing wrong with me. I'm not stuck in the lower frequencies. Here, I'm going to circle back now. Look, I'm going to make a point. A part of the collective assignment at this time on Earth is to process the tangles of the lower energy centers. And how we do that is not to suppress them. How we do that is not to 
play pretend in the heart center. Because if you cannot love yourself and all of the tangles and the shadows and the darkness, then you're kidding yourself. You're kidding yourself. You're the only one missing out on you. Everyone, no, that makes no sense. Scratch that. It makes no sense. I think this is time for me to go. Um, join me in the Starseed Sanctuary if you feel called. Um, what else? Join me for a Galactic Akashic reading in October if you feel called. There is a wait list. I only do six to eight sessions per month. I love you. Thank you for being here. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Cosmic Tea. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, share on your socials, leave a review, tag me, share with your friends. All of the things really help me and I appreciate it so much. Also, if you want to hear from me every single Monday morning in your email, subscribe to The Magic Five. It's a free newsletter filled with starseed transmissions, magical tidbits, astrological happenings, and of course, unhinged human riffs on life. Show notes, baby. Take a peek, click it, subscribe, and I will see you in your inbox. Bye.